Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, and book clubs aren't just for women, and beer makes us into real boys. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we're reading The Adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collati, and someone starting with a beer. How old would you say Pinocchio is if he was a real boy? Would you say maybe Six, eight years? Seven? Eight years eight old? Years <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, Finback Eight Year. This is their eighth anniversary triple IPA, and this is my last one left. I have to wait till next year. I have to wait for nine year. No, uh, yeah, mm, it's good. It's very good. <laughs> Quite strong, and it is ten point one percent alcohol. They should have made it eight percent alcohol, but you know, Fuck then it that. wouldn't be a triple IPA. Can I say your your mm, that's good? Sounds like you're trying to convince a child to eat something. <laughs> Mm, that's good. Yep. Can, trying to convince a child to take their medicine. Yeah. Oh, mm. in the 1800s. Tastes like, like real strawberry. I love castor oil. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Suppositories. Is good for get hung from a tree. <laughs> All right. So, why are we doing this again? Because they're making another there goddamn are, movie. There are two film movie versions coming two? out. Two? One is an animated version by somebody that's not Disney, and then Disney is doing a like live action remake of their original 1940. Okay, why movie. must they do that? Because why must they keep doing? Lion that? King came out so well. Did you watch the Lion? King? Actually, I didn't yeah, see it. Okay. You never I saw did. the first one. It was okay. I saw original Lion King. I did not see the live action remake. <laughs> but it wasn't it was live animated. action. It was all CGI. <laughs> It wasn't, didn't look like it was a cartoon. That's fucking That's stupid. Point. That's what I meant. <laughs> if it was actually yeah, live no, action, right. I'd be really impressed. You know, they had a much better chance of making a live action movie than like the 60s when they didn't give a fuck about animals. They could have just done a lot of takes and killed a lot of creatures. <laughs> so Pinocchio is a children's novel from 1883. And uh, it's stupid. And <laughs> it is, it sucks so much. <laughs> Yeah, it really it does makes suck no a lot. Fucking sense. Uh, it, it's just nonsense. Well, so it was originally published in a serial, the equivalent of Italian highlights for kids, I guess. It was published serially for you know, a year or two beforehand or around that time. So each little chapter is its own adventure, basically. You know, so mm. when you look back at the whole novel of like the forty chapters or so that it is. There's 40 fucking stupid adventures that happen. And they're all three pages long. And one of them in the middle is, I want to become a real boy. Yeah, it just gets tossed away. That's like the only thing. There's in one other thing that made it into the movie. It is dumb. So let's start with it. So the, it starts with not even fucking... Um, Geppetto. Geppetto. No, it didn't even start with Geppetto. It starts with... It started with the woodcutter. Master Cherry. Yeah. And he's polishing his wood. Who's, who's clearly got... He's like an old rummy. His nose is just red all the time. <laughs> From, oh, yeah. He's got rosacea. <laughs> and he's trying to carve this log into something. He's going to make like a table leg. Yeah. But every time he leg. does, the table leg is like, hey. Or the, the log is like, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Man, oh god, my skin! I need to stop drinking so much. What is that? Who's talking? And yeah, so and and when the woodcutter he tries to use the the plane like to shave it down, that the wood laughs and says, "Oh, you're tickling me." That's my spot. <laughs> uh, 
and then the woodcutter is like, wow, this is, this is weird. And then the weird old man puppet dude comes by and says, do you have any wood? He says, yes, take this. Take it away. Take my wood. <laughs> take it all. But when, when, they, when he walks in, he's like, his name was Geppetto. But when the boy's neighborhood wished to make him angry, they called him Pudding. Because his yellow wig greatly resembled a pudding made of Indian corn. So he's just walking around with his, like, yellow shit on his head. And everyone's like, hey, shithead. But, you know, pudding, because he's a child. So the, um, this is, we just realized before recording that we have different translations of the book. And mine, they called him something else. They called him, much more creatively, Cornhead. Cornhead. <laughs> <laughs> One of the least uh, intimidating Mega Man villains. <laughs> it's Corn Man. Uh, so they're like, my translation. I think I had the same one as you. Pretty early, and it is. It says Dick knows 1916. So that's when it was. So that's when this translation was published. This English translation. So, and there was my. It was a bad translation. Like the guy who translated it didn't really know English all that well. <laughs> Said things like he said multiple times. Oh, shoot, he said instead of "you will regret this," it said "you will repent this." Oh, he's yeah. like, don't They're make the wrong Catholic. decision. You will repent this. Yeah, well, it's Italian, but uh, like, wait, that is like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, it's not the same thing. But because of that, we also got glorious lines like when he heard himself called pudding, Geppetto becoming as red as a turkey cock from rage. <laughs> Turkey cocks are known for their rubescence. Yeah. <laughs> Another uh, clearly a Italian idiom that did not translate very well. The translation I have is the same one as you, and it was translated in 1916, Racine, Wisconsin, where they have never seen an Italian. R- uh, rec- uh, if you are, this is near the end. Rec- uh, if you are poor, you deserve it. Recollect the proverb... Stolen money never fructifies. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, what's that? That's that true. That sounds like a bad Harry Potter spell. <laughs> Is that like fructify? <laughs> Makes it now you're a fruit. Sweet. Does that mean to be fruitful? Is that a stupid guess? I'm sure that like, to I'm be sure productive. That is some sort of old timey words where it's like to to bloom or to come and to come <laughs> some shit. Yo, I'm yeah. gonna fructify. <laughs> <laughs> My translation is from 2008, so it's it's a good. Well, it's as good as the source material is, so it's still you know trash. Stupid. Uh, so I read a more recent one, and it didn't have any of that stuff. But the story is still just stupid as all hell. So Cornhead and Master Cherry, who is like a, just sounds like the first sensei you fight in a fighting game. <laughs> In Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> that was Master Onion, actually. Uh, I think I still memorized that whole song from playing that game. Uh, oh, of course, yeah. Nate has no idea. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he doesn't know what a rap is yet. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a polka? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, Nate, we don't call them that anymore. Uh, so they... they they fucking make a deal somehow, and Geppetto's like, I'm going to make a puppet out of that, even though I don't know how to do anything, and I am comically poor. But he takes it home with him. Plus, his whole scheme is, I'm going to carve a puppet, and then I'm going to make money from my puppet shows. And they're like, that's a reasonable 
course of action. It's the well, we do meet later a guy who does exactly that, and seems to be pretty well off. So maybe well, his puppets are also alive. So yeah, a lot of questions. Magic puppets. Okay, we'll get to that. So (laughs) he makes Geppetto. He makes a puppet, and he just sort of like doesn't even say how. It's just like, oh, he just makes it out of wood and it's a puppet. And I guess puppets only look like one thing in 1883, so he didn't have to describe it <laughs> in detail. <laughs> the puppet game was pretty new, you know. Yeah. It was all the over there. Deeply, deeply unsettled. <laughs> yeah, they're really weird. Uh, so anyway, he makes it a puppet and and then the puppet is immediately like, I am alive and walking around and being annoying. And Geppetto is like, I'm going to call you Pinocchio. It's like, okay, great. And then, Do you know why? And then the first... Oh, clearly, it's from the... It's the diminutive for the Italian for dickhead. <laughs> it's a little peen. Well, it says... A Pinocchio. He said, he said he named it after him because he knew a guy named it because he's... I knew a whole family, so-called. There was Pinocchio, the father, Pinocchio, oh, yeah. the mother, and Pinocchio, the children, and all of them did well. The richest of them was a beggar. I do remember that line, yeah. And their favorite food was Pinocchio with... With sauce. <laughs> mm, you know what? If it's a, still sounds delicious. I like no regular Noki. Is Pinoki just yeah. with pine nuts? Those are good. Yeah, that's when they play Pinochle. Um, no, but from the get go, this puppet child is a real piece of shit. <laughs> like, he is an asshole. Like he's like, I wish I could just fucking uncarve you because you will not behave. This is called. Behave, but like a bee. And it's a summer ale from Greenport Harbor. And it's floral, refreshing, beachy. He has a son of a beach. It is beachy. They're right. Tastes like sand. Mmm, grit. Low tide. Uh, yeah. 5.3%. So it's, you know, solid. It's fine. It's a nice, light, refreshing, beachy summer ale. It says live deep. I don't know what that means. Intimidating, though. <laughs> <laughs> so then Pinocchio immediately just, like, turns into a cunt gingerbread man and just runs away. And Geppetto's an old pauper. And he's like, please. And he gets Geppetto locked in jail. Come on, uh, make it a spicy meatball. And he just keeps running away. <sighs> and he gets, and then... And Geppetto sells his only coat to yeah. give Pinocchio a, like, school book so he can go to oh, school oh. and then doesn't go to school. Well, we skipped several things where he meets the cricket and then immediately kills yeah. him <laughs> yeah. for giving him advice. It's like, hey, maybe if you weren't such a dick, things would be better, kid. And he's like, well, fuck you. And he throws a hammer at him and kills the cricket. I was like, well, that's, that's a cameo. And then just, you know, 60 short years later, Walt Disney's like, I like that cricket part. He wasn't <laughs> a Jew, right? And then they did that part. And then the rest of the book, like, oh, you can leave that out. So, yeah, he just... He starts the routine that like every addict does, where he's like, "No, no, no, no! I meant no, I'm done now. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's cool now. I'm better. Just give me twenty bucks, so I could pay off the guy I owe." And that's how that's how Pinocchio operates the entire book. He's constantly like, "I'm going to be good now. I'm going to be a good boy and go to school and learn." And I'm so sorry. And everyone's like, "Oh, thank you, Pinocchio." And he immediately in that second next page of instantly. each chapter. Hey, you want a hit of this? <laughs> want a hit? Want a little hit of? He's just disobedience, turning <laughs> tricks under a bridge. Instantly, he just he also falls for every single grift that comes. Well, his he's way. A f- he's literally dumb as wood. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not a hundred percent. And honestly, he's in school. 
On yeah, to, to, in his defense, he has never been taught anything. He is literally minutes old, and he is dealing with the <laughs> congenital defect of being Italian. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's true. He'll never recover from that. It's like, oh no, it's a lifelong affliction, Mister <laughs> Spaghetti Brains. Like, why, why can't I read this book? I look at your hands when you talk, and so, he just, <laughs> so uh, he just begins the the relentless routine of fucking up and saying, "I'm so sorry," and everyone's just like, "You're a boy made out of wood. I guess I should cut you some slack," and they are way too Everyone patient. Tell him to get a fucking job. Like, why don't you just get a job, kid, and earn some money? Well, it's like 1880s peasant Italy. There's no (laughs) compulsory education. There's no... It's just like you go work as soon as you're not suckling on a teat. (laughs) To the fields. To the coal mines. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. To the spaghetti factory. It's only a slight exaggeration, actually. They didn't have coal, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, they they had eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds working in coal mines. So they... so. When they're like, go get a job, kid, they weren't being dick old people. They were like, no, literally, that's what you do. <laughs> this is all it, this is it forever, you know. <laughs> Until you die at the advanced age of 42 uh, from, you know, <laughs> well, you know, poor he'll itis. Just, he'll just get wider and they'll count his rings or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, he just keeps fucking up being annoying. And I, I want to get this beer out of the way so I could drink the other beer later that I want to drink. Uh, wouldn't you say all that shitty behavior would put him on the naughty list? Oh, yeah. This is naughty list. A rum barrel-aged winter warmer from Victory. This is a barrel-aged Belden-style triple ale with added spices coming in at 11% alcohol. I would like to have that. I don't think you do. Oh. It's pretty good. The rum barrel part <laughs> is really faint. Just get, like, those spices... Of winter warmer beers. And, you know, as we're recording this in the winter seasonal time of June, <laughs> this doesn't really work. Well, you know, it's, it's not very hot June. today. It's only in the low 70s. So Yesterday was the first day of summer. So we're now officially closer to the next winter than the time this one was made. Than the last one. <laughs> we are almost exactly as far from winter as we can be. It's fine. I mean, when I see like any barrel-aged anything, I'm all about that. In fact, that's a second connection because barrel is made out of wood. Boom. Mm. And this kid's as dumb as wood. Um, <laughs> and everyone else in the story is too, actually. Ex- but you know who's not dumb? Our patrons. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't know. They do give us money. Uh, but what they get in return is worth so much more, Nate. If you want to support the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash drunk guys book club. We can get early access to episodes, exclusive content, Stuff sent to you. Join us for our exclusive live episodes. Vote in our monthly book poll and get shouted out there. And probably other things I can't even remember because I've been drinking. But if you want to support the podcast, do that. And if not, you can help us out just by leaving a review. And uh, it doesn't matter if your nose grows larger. Just give us five stars anyway. <laughs> and that will definitely help <laughs> us out. <laughs> so he's naughty. And I don't even remember the fucking order of event. Did you t- you he take notes? Sells his, he sells his um book... That is that is that Geppetto sold his coat for the book to go to school. Oh yeah. Instead yeah. of going to school, he sells the book to get a ticket to the puppet show. It's like show. the opposite of that paperclip guy. You know, like the guy traded a paperclip to get like a pen oh, and yeah. eventually got a house. Mm-hmm. He downgrades every step. Like the guy took a coat and he's like, Let me get a workbook for kindergarten. <laughs> he's like, Let me go see a shitty puppet show. 
And then he goes there. And then you meet the puppet master. I think that's what he's called. Named Fire Eater in my version. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fire Eater. And the puppets are alive. They're alive like Pinocchio is. And so also, like not they, even they recognize him. They're like, oh, it's Pinocchio. Like, how, how do they know? He's been alive for two days. Well, they all know each other, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the wood wide web. Oh, yeah, that's what mm. it is. And so uh, the, guy, the guy is like, I'm going to roast you. I'm going to use you to like, oh, they stop performing their show. They're like, it's Pinocchio. And they stop doing the puppet show, which goes to show they're not you even. Punch and Judy. They're not even really puppets then, are they? They're just actors. Just right? they're wooden slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Sag doesn't exist yet, so and so then, uh, except it would be called WAG Wood Actors Guild. Oh, true. That's just that's just for Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so then, uh, Mangiafuoco is his name in Italian, which literally is fire eater. That's fire eater, isn't yeah. It? But it sounds more racist when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think my grandma used to say that when she was driving So then uh, mm. He's gonna like burn him To cook his lamb leg or something Right? Yeah, he ran, he ran out of wood for his mutton He's like, I need to keep cooking this mutton So I don't get, you know, trichinosis or something <laughs> And he says, I'm just gonna use this Magic puppet I found to, you know Cook the fire And he's That's like, That's no, clearly don't. alive But I'm still just gonna burn him Hey, you know, lamb's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but then he decides to not because he Pinocchio starts like, oh, my poor papa. Just, just what the fuck is Geppetto? And he's like, oh, I feel bad for that decrepit bum. Here's five gold pieces. Go give them to him because in this day and age, those five gold pieces will buy you an entire new life. And he's like, I will. I'll be a good boy. And then he instantly fucks that up. And then on his way out, he meets the fox and the cat that can talk and are assholes because they immediately... con animals. Your translation didn't call them the foxy pussy? That wasn't in your book, too? (laughs) No. (laughs) Mine either. I was just checking. So then the cat and the fox tell Pinocchio, oh, you have five gold pieces. Why do you want to turn those five gold pieces into 2,000 gold pieces? Have you heard pieces? of Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's going to be huge. To the moon. <laughs> uh, and so they say, do you want to... Do you, do you want to uh, turn those five gold pieces into 2,000? Well, just bring it to the field of miracles and bury it in the field and water it and come back the next day and each gold piece will, and each gold piece will be worth 500. So you'll have 5,000. Wait, that would be 2,500. 2,500. No, they spend it on dinner. First, he buys them dinner, so he actually only has four left. But they eat an yeah. extravagant meal and stay in two different rooms at an inn, and that's only one gold piece. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're kind of, and, and the, the innkeeper is in cahoots with the fox and cat, because they're like, wake us up extra early, wink, for our journey, and he's like, got it. He like, you know, taps his nose or whatever old-timey gesture he does. 
for one gold piece. So then, of course, Pinocchio wakes up. Eventually, Also, go- at some point during this part, the ghost of the cricket says, hey. Fuck, man. You're a fucking idiot. This is idiot. a dumb thing. And he's like, you're a ghost. And he's like, suck my dick. And he disappears. That's pretty much it. Suck my, my wood. Ah, <laughs> And it's like, oh, shit. It's one of them Italian crickets. So, so then he leaves the hotel or the inn, and he immediately gets mugged by assassins. <laughs> right, right. I forgot this. Which are clearly in black sacks. They're literally like, but yet are somehow can still run cat very fast. Fox-sized. It's clearly the cat and the fox <laughs> that are wearing like black. Just a robe. And, and he <coughs> bites Pinocchio. the cat's hand off. Yeah. He, and, wooden and, teeth but, are and, sharp. And basically manages to for. run away. And then runs away to, and other shit happens too, runs away to the, the fairy house. Or like somehow gets to the fairy house. I forget. He gets... He gets caught by the um, the fox and the cat who realize, oh, he's made of wood. Let's hang him and then take the gold from his dead body. Oh, that's right. It's that and very the fairies, gruesome. There's yeah. even a Except picture of was, yeah, Pinocchio lynched hanging, lynched, yeah, yeah. literally getting lynched. It's, yeah. And they're like, well, we'll just come back for him to get the, because he had hid the gold in his mouth because I guess he doesn't have pockets because he's made of wood. He has a wooden butthole to keep the men to boof. Um <laughs> And they're like, we can't get in there because he just bit off this cat's hand. And so they hang him and they said, we'll come back when he's dead. And then a fairy says, hey, animal servants, go get that dead doll from that tree and bring it here. And they're like, okay. And then she gives him medicine to get over his neck wound. <laughs> Severe rope and he burn. he won't take it because... <laughs> He won't take it because it tastes bad, and he's still a dickhead. Like you, she just saved you from a, being a dead body. So maybe, this is a can ch- you hang a wooden puppet? It's got, it's got no lungs. So this is a children's book, and back in the day, children did have to just like take some really disgust, really disgusting medicine. One of which is castor oil, which is mm. meant to um, like it stays off poop. rickets. No, it's so uh, so. Like okay, everything was yeah, it has a like uh, a thing in it. I want to say it's vitamin D. Uh, basically, it has some stuff that actually does you do need as a child in order to develop, and but it just tastes terrible. And also, this reminded me a lot of Mary Poppins. And there is a song in Mary Poppins where you know spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. And this was like common for kids not wanting to take their medicine because it did taste terrible. I'm sure <laughs> it was so disgusting because it's literally like fish oil. Just have a spoonful it, of fish ca- oil. From a, Isn't castor oil from castor beans? Cod liver oil is another thing that people Maybe take. that's what it was. Castor oil is definitely to make you shit. <laughs> it's yeah, beans. <laughs> like, you're just going to blow it out. Or it's like, it's before, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to get the bad stuff out. I mean, that's a universal, like the Roman, ancient Romans used to prescribe like cabbage for diarrhea. Like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just get you fool just like one big go and then you're done right that's the uh that's the homeopathic treatment you know like cures like <laughs> but anyway, i'm sure the medicine of his day tasted horrible but it still probably tasted better than dying as an infant which is what happened to most children so fucking shut up you pinocchio know, most of I mean, these it really was like just telling him to do shit 25 percent maybe maybe not in the 1880s but <coughs> historically before medicine really was oh, invented, it was, it was like twenty five percent of children died 
as in as before age one and and another, another 25% percent yeah. died before becoming adults. So it was really like 50% like child mortality rate. So yeah, kids died constantly. And this little dumb shit who's magical won't take one scoop of medicine. Fucker. Yep. And he clearly can't die except by being burned. Oh, doesn't he burn his feet off earlier? Yeah, earlier. He burns his feet off in the beginning, and then Geppetto makes him new feet. Yeah. After he promises to and not be an like asshole, and then he is instantly an asshole with those feet. Yeah. And uh, so he's getting cured by the fairy. Oh, well, the fairy, I like medicine. that the fairy like really strong arms him into taking the medicine. She's like, please take the medicine. And he's like making all these deals. Like, I'll take it after, you know, a hand job or whatever. And he like, keeps going. And eventually he's like, no, you need to fucking take it. And then he's like, I won't. I'll just die. And then four Undertaker rabbits come in. They're like, all right, we're here for the dead guy. <laughs> like they were waiting in the hallway. Like, let's get that kid. And <laughs> hop to it. And then he's like, all right, fine. I don't want to actually really die. I'll take the shitty medicine. And then he doesn't die because it didn't matter because this is one of many 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 things in the book which really just meant to teach kids to listen to their fucking at parents so that's all it was and so but it was it didn't even do a good job of that because it was still just stupid Child, children's literature well, not was as new stupid as the next adventure where i forget why but he goes out somewhere i think he's like going to look for geppetto or he's going to school or some shit ends up going to a town called Trap for blockheads. Oh, it was translated slightly different. What was it called? It was. Uh, it had to be better than that because that's the dumbest fucking well, name. I've uh, ever sometimes heard. I, I'm looking at. The, I'm reading a summary just to remind myself. Of, sometimes it's translated as catch it's fools. Very meta. Oh, chump trap is what they called it in my book. That's better than trap for blockheads. Or catch fools. Where he gets robbed, and then a gorilla judge sentences him to jail for because getting robbed. Because he got robbed, he's the yeah. criminal. Because he's, he's yeah. the stupid one. <laughs> it's a trap. And he goes to jail for four months. So then he gets sent. So he spends four months in jail, and then there's a revolution or something, and the emperor of the town sets all the jail people free. And so he says, I better get back home. And then he has a venture with a snake that has a heart attack laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a stupid chapter. Just that one? <laughs> This one's especially stupid. It's like, there's a snake. I can't get around it. And then he runs into the field to, because he's hungry to get some, to like steal some grapes. But yeah. then he gets, but then the owner of the field, the farmer, like captures him and says like, well, well you're going to steal my, you can't steal my grapes. How about this? You're going to work off uh, that my attempted theft. Guard, my guard dog died today. Why don't you... Be my guard dog. I'm going to chain you up outside. The worst and 80s love song you've ever dog. heard. Be my guard dog. <laughs> I want to be a dog is a Stooges song. And the piece I was, be my guard dog. Yeah. And then so he does. And in the <laughs> middle of the night, the foxes. Weasels. No, the, it's pole cats, pole which I looked up. Cats? Are, f- are ferrets. <laughs> oh, my version was weasels. <laughs> the, the, the yeah, weasels, it's all similar stuff. Thing. I like to believe that it's like little ferrets, though, like out there stealing chicken, which I, are the size yeah. of a ferret. I didn't know what a pole cat was. I was like, I looked it up. A cat, it's, a, right? it's a cat that is a, an exotic dancer. <laughs> <laughs> pole cat would be a great name for just, a strip club. Jesus. Just, just trying to put themselves through law school. <laughs> 
in this case, they're trying to get some chicken meat. And he's, they're like, hey, we worked out a kickback deal with the last watchdog where he got a chicken every time we sold some chickens. And he's like, yeah, I could go for that. You know what? And then he, he's Italy. Yeah. <laughs> these <laughs> are Everyone's like, corrupt. these are mafia weasels. It'd be a shame if something happened to them doghouse windows. <laughs> but th- Every guard dog's on the take. So then uh, he's like, I, I'm not a guard dog. I work in sanitation. But then the he he takes the deal and he does this is the first time in a while that he's like no no I can't do the wrong thing here but it's really just out of opportunism he's like let me sell these fuckers out so I don't have to be a dog forever and he rat he locks them in the the chicken house and he becomes a stool pigeon <laughs> and now he is in witness protection <laughs> and he rats them out to the owner uh, owner's like those sons of bitches, uh, and he starts making like concrete shoes for the weasels, and then he lets Pinocchio <laughs> <laughs> go. You know, go. He's okay. warming up his piano wire. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, gonna make sure it's flexible. <laughs> and then he and he goes back to the fairy's house, which was like where he was. He was like, let me just go. To, I forget why he even left the fairy's house in the first place. He was going to go to school or some shit. Probably. Yeah, but he fucked that up, right? Yeah, and he comes back, and then there's just like a like a monument, like here lies the fairy. <laughs> like the fairy used to live here. She died of being sad. She was sad. She died because she was so sad that Pinocchio wouldn't be her brother. <laughs> She's like, fuck, <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he feels really bad. And then a pigeon comes by and shits on him. And then it's like, let me, oh, oh yeah. So the, the, the fairy girl dies. He gets there, and there's, the, and there's the grave. And he's like, oh, I'm so sad. And then he try. and then at this point, he wants to get back to Geppetto. But he, like, can't. The pigeon tells him, I just came from the seashore. Oh, yeah. I saw Geppetto. He's making a boat to sail to the oh, new he's world. He's going to go there in a rowboat. Like fucking Gilligan. Yeah, it's a bad plan. And also there's a giant shark the size of an Imperial Starship cruiser thing from Star Wars just going around oh. eating things. It was a shark in your version? It was a shark. Was it? In our version, it was a dogfish. Oh, well, did anyone get any dogfish head beer? That would have been smart then. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, I think a dogfish is a shark, I want to say. It, it, a dogfish is a kind of fish, um, but they are not two miles long as it was in this uh, book. Lame. So wait, so that doesn't quite happen yet. So uh, the pigeon, so Geppetto, I mean, not Geppetto, uh, Pinocchio rides the pigeon to the sea, and it's 600 miles, apparently, because anywhere, pigeon. W- where in Italy is 600 miles from the sea? Where? Nothing is more than about 50 miles like from the sea. Tuscany or whatever, like the northern of Florida, what are those? But it's not 600 but you have to travel over like the union controlled highways. <laughs> <laughs> Their Italian Italian miles are longer because they have to squiggle the whole way because of spaghetti. Yeah, they model after intestines. <laughs> so anyway, he gets six he rides the pigeon six hundred miles to the sea only to like be on the shore and see out in the ocean Geppetto in a boat sink and then get eaten by a giant shark slash dogfish. Just Google it. A dogfish is a shark. Fuckers. 
Well, whoever did the illustrations for my they book did like not giant, know that. The Disney movie too isn't it like a giant whale. It's a whale, yeah. So in the in the in the Disney movie, they used the Bible story of Jonah and the whale. When it's the same thing in this, isn't it? Really, like he's just gets eaten, and he's like, "Oh, what did I do?" Pretty much, eventually, though not yet, because he still has to go like, to the nearby island where he is on the side of the road, and he's like, "Hey, I'm." A child and I'm hungry And everyone's like Get a job Fucking freeloader Libertarian island Cut um, your hair Hippie <laughs> <laughs> Until A woman comes along And she gives him Some f- food And it turns out It's the fairy And she's a grown woman now And the whole grave thing Was just a joke That fairies play Or something I don't know And now she's older She's a milf <laughs> Yes What was the name Did That island Oh it was called Busy Bee Village Everybody's just going about doing their own business. And this is... I forget what they called it in ours. And this is when Pinocchio learns the valuable... Well, he only doesn't learn. He begins to learn the valuable. It's like, you need to He's fucking told. work. Yeah. People try and tell him what the lesson should be. He just doesn't... He's just an idiot. Yeah. Like, he's like, can you give me that thing? Like, yeah, I'll give it to you if you earn it. Like, it's from Atlas Shrugged or something. <laughs> <laughs> They treat. They keep trying to tell him a lot of shit, but you know, for him, learning stuff is just fucking troublesome. <laughs> this is troublesome from Off Color, and it's a Leipzig style Gosa ale, four point three percent, and I don't know what that means. Leipzig in Germany. Is that where Bach's from? This is traditional German style on it, blended. Uh, this is this is pretty good actually. Hmm. It's nice for a hot day, I'm sure. Got that coriander in it and lactic acid. I don't know what a Leipzig style Gosa ale is, but it's it doesn't taste like that, you know. This is a German beer, therefore it tastes like beer and nothing else. It has a little something to it. I mean Gosa is like that's one of those sour terms, but I think Leipzig is specifically with coriander and sea salt. This has it just says salt. It doesn't say sea salt, but Sure. Yeah. No, it's it is it's quite it's I kinda like it. Yeah. Good stuff. It's only four point three percent, so you can have like forty, fifty of these and be fine. It's basically water. I think it was only like three dollars too. Yeah, there's like nothing in it. <laughs> it's like cheaper to make. Paying for the salt. It was like fucking Mansa Musa. So he Meets the the fairies like I'll be your mama now, and he's like hot. And then she says, <laughs> "You can be a real boy. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna make a boy out of you. Yet <laughs> you have to be good for a whole year, and then you'll be a boy." And he's like, "I'm on it." And so then he starts going to school, and he starts being a real fucking tryhard. And this reminded me of um. You guys ever read Freakonomics? I forget which one of them. It was one of the Freakonomics books. Uh, I read the first one, There's and a, I believe the second one. So I, 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 I forget. I read the only... I didn't read... Is this the chapter on cheating? No. It's a one about, like, trying... I think it was in Freakonomics. Maybe I'm missed, misremembering, but, like, a school tried to have as an incentive for kids, like, whoever has the best attendance or something like that can win a free car. So... So the idea was like I forget where it was, but it was, I'm going to get all the details wrong. But the meaning it, I'll it's get. some middle, so some like you know high middle school America, America, like big high school, 
And it's like whoever gets the you know, perfect attendance at the end of the year or the end of the four years or something like that will be eligible to win a free car. Like I think it was like a local car dealership had put up this prize. Like whoever has the best attendance can win will like literally be given a car. Or if it's like if there are multiple people with perfect attendance, you'll be raffled off. It will be given a car. And for like a 17-year-old kid, you know, that's amazing. And it didn't work. It did not improve attendance at all. Because it's too large scale of a goal. Like on a day-to-day basis, it's really easy to lose focus of that goal. And as soon as you're out one time, you're like, well, I'm not winning anymore. Definitely not. So why bother trying? It's the it's, first time you're out. It's the attitude most people take to most things, actually. <laughs> like, like most people, like January, like f- this whole book is Pinocchio is just a series of January first New Year's resolutions. <laughs> He's just constantly, like, I'm going to be the best boy. That, that don't last past January second. Yeah, exactly. Because what happens is you come in like guns blaze in January first, and then January third you fuck up a little bit, and you're like, fuck. All right, it's always next year. <laughs> you just <laughs> go right back to your shitty self that's that's what like i you thought haven't even you... gone back to work yet and yeah. <laughs> already already not going to the gym anymore that was the first challenge like the first day you actually have to go to work and be good like man i can't meal prep and work and then you fucking fuck it ordering pizzas today so that's what i thought of here like and also he is a child of course children can't think can't can't fathom that his brain is literally non-existent i know it's not quite the same my kid's three and a half and trying to explain to her that last Halloween is different than the next time we have Halloween, like that is a fucking quandary to her. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, Halloween happened. I was a witch, Daddy. He's like, yeah, but there's gonna be another one. What do you when? <laughs> what does that mean? In October, it's June now. It means nothing to her. Because even for kids a little bit older, to be, like I remember being a kid and thinking about shit like, oh, my birthday, like. Getting a counting on my fingers, like how many months until my birthday or until Christmas or whatever, so I could ask for that Sega Genesis game or something. <laughs> and it was like an eternity. It's like eight months. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. That is like a lifetime because it was basically a third of a lifetime. And well, do you, do, do you pull the trick like, okay, five more minutes, and then doesn't matter how long? Because they don't know how long five minutes oh, is. Oh, of course. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. She, she knows now about that. We, we do timer things. So we'll put a timer on, but it's always like, set the timer for five minutes. It's always 30 seconds. It's never five minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, kid. I don't know how long I'll be able to get away with this, but I'm going to try it. Even teenagers have a hard time giving a shit about consequences that are more than 15 minutes in the future. Yeah. They Isn't like... Because like, their brains aren't done building yet. And some people never outgrow that. So my point is, Bringing all that up, when the fairy is like, if you be good for a whole year, I'll make you a boy. He's like, he's been alive for three and a half weeks. Well, he was four months in jail. He's, he, he was in prison four, four months, months in jail. So <laughs> six months old. He did a stint in juvie. He has to do two lifetimes. And then he'll be like, that means nothing to him. It's a bad, it's a bad system. It's a bad plan. He's also proven he can't go 30 seconds without fucking up in a colossal way. He's like the guys that travel with Odysseus. He just instantly yes. fucks up what is like, hey, don't go, f- just like, whatever you do. As soon as Odysseus sleep with says, the hey, don't do this thing, 
they immediately go do it. What if I did it with my dick? It's not <laughs> me. It's my penis. <laughs> Just part of me. But it's not all of me. But that's basically what he does. I mean, this kid got lynched by a cat. <laughs> How does that even happen? You got to really try. Conditions have to be perfect. to fuck up that bad. <laughs> they don't even have thumbs. <laughs> and the cat had one hand and was blind. That's quite a tale. <laughs> Fox. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's a stupid plan. But he tries, and he goes to school, and he's he's a big he's a big nerd there, and he's doing all of his learning, and he gets up to like G in the alphabet, and all the bully kids. Well, first the kids bully him, and then they stop bullying him because he's made of wood, and he kicks the fuck out of them. It's like, oh, he's all weapon. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a human scorpion. It's like everything about him is dangerous, and they're like, oh, fuck this kid. All right, we'll be buds, but they can't even. They Dude, he's can, been to jail. He's got, he's got ink down and shit. Look at his butthole. It's all loose. He's done time. So they... I saw the tattoos. <laughs> he never drops the soap. He's got the teardrop drawn on in marker. No, it's, it's like a, you know, a burn, you know, like a... <laughs> like a wood knot. Can't think of the word right really. now. Yeah, wood burning. Yeah, wood burning. Yeah, wood burned teardrop <laughs> on his face. <laughs> So then they... they Those are all his tattoos. They trick him into playing <laughs> hooky, which he is re- he falls for that really easily. And they take him down to the beach. They're like, you got to go to school, kid. Like, oh, I don't? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a good boy. Like, what if we didn't go to school? Like, you are absolutely right. What if we didn't go? Well, what go? They, they say is, we saw, um, we saw that old pauper guy by the beach on a boat. And he's like, you mean my papa? And I'm like, yeah. And like, what was he doing out there? Was he fishing? I don't know. It looked like he was... Out for trout? <laughs> That's not what they say. Well, they say the part about seeing Giuseppe, Giuseppe whatever his fucking name is, Geppetto. This is from Other Half. This is called Out for Trout, and it's an IPA that's 8% alcohol. And uh, that's a really good Other Half IPA. It's not one of those creamy ones, but it's very good. I was there on Saturday months ago. and uh, <laughs> Months ago last Saturday. And I was picking up the, the Green City case of beer. And uh, apparently other people had that idea, too. The place was jam-packed. And I was like, fuck, I'll just, all right, I'll just take a lot of things to go. And I had to walk like a half a mile to my car carrying two cases of beer. And, I, and then the next half hour, my car just like slowly unfreezing my arms from like, <laughs> being like locked. It's like, don't spill a beer. Don't drop any. And, uh, and this is one of them. And it is damn good. And I wish if they, actually I'm glad they don't live they're they don't live I'm glad they I don't live closer to them otherwise I'd be glad they don't live I'd be sucking dicks under a bridge and uh, for more of those oat cream IPAs <laughs> and you can still do that well yeah but I want to do it on my terms Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying you could do that if you wanted to it's America <laughs> the hardest part is finding a bridge probably There's plenty of bridges in Queens. Not bridges you can stand under easily. You can go under the white stone. <laughs> Just... So you have tried. I mean, I, I grew up there <laughs> under the white stone bridge. <laughs> I know what it looks like. I know where all the best dick-sucking bridge spots well, are. Well, now that they closed all the blockbusters, where else are you going to suck a dick? <laughs> so uh, That is what it was known for, yes. The one blockbuster that I knew growing up was in a shopping mall that was like a dingy part of town, and there were absolute hookers outside of that blockbuster. 
Absolute hookers are like like absolute zero. Yes, they, <laughs> they could not get more less less of a non-hooker. I'm not sure how that worked. <laughs> so um, they trick him there, and it's a trick. And then they fight, and then they get into a book throwing fight. <laughs> they just projectile books, um, which is probably the name of a beer. And one kid gets nearly mortally wounded by getting hit in the head. He gets smacked up with knowledge so hard it nearly kills him. By another kid. And then Pinocchio gets in trouble for it. Well, he'd already done a sin in juvie, so yeah, right? you know, it must be that kid. But, uh, <laughs> but it's still, what's the message for this part? It's like, oh, you're still going to get in trouble even if you do the right thing and try and help him? Because Pinocchio well, it's, tries to help the kid that's been knocked out. messages. Because of but, it's be, it's because he left and went with the bad kids yeah. in the beginning. If you're with the mm-hmm. shithead kids, you're just as guilty as the shithead kids. Doesn't matter if you try and fix it. Nope. You're still a shithead. They're gonna get you into trouble. Hanging out with bad people gets you into trouble. Yeah. And so the cops come and they're like, the 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 minority child, the only wooden kid here, <laughs> did it. They're like, it must have been him. And he makes a run they for didn't it. Didn't say he wasn't made out of a dark wood, like an ebony. <laughs> He's, <laughs> like it's got to be that one. I think that it was chestnut, wasn't it? Hey, that was his new feat. So he gets arrested again, but they sick the he he makes a run for it, and they sick the police dog on him. And I forgot what the police dog was called. And I don't, I'm not going to even look it up. It was like Al, it was like Albredo, or Al, it, was Albedo. it was like Alfredo, but not Albedo. Albedo right? it was not Albedo. That's <laughs> like that's like a that's fucking geology science thing. Term. Yeah, yeah. Al Brando. Alfredo. Let's call him Alfredo, yeah. Uh, now I want to know. God. Oh, I skipped right to the actual um, Alidoro, the Mastiff. Eh, probably an Italian Mastiff. Big-headed fucks, you know. <laughs> so, so he's just, like swimming away, and the dog's like, I'm going to get you. And the dog's like, oh, no, I forgot. I can't swim good because I'm an Italian Mastiff, and my head is oh, too heavy. Oh, Wingfoot is what he was called in my book because he's really fast. Wingfoot. Oh, I don't know. He's got a proper Italian name in this Giuseppe, one. Giuseppe or whatever. Um, Yes. And so he chases... But then Pinocchio. Pinocchio saves him because he's drowning. And he's like, thanks. I owe you one. Don't wait too long for me to, ca- to cash that in. <laughs> Just like one chapter. One page turn. He's like, so long. And See you later. He, or right away. <laughs> so then he, he swims away to like some island where he comes across a fisherman that looked like a sea monster, but clearly just was a sea monster. Yeah, he was like a hobo. Sound like it's like a, but he says he had like algae hair and green skin, and he was just cooking fish on a frying pan. He like the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's just old Greg. Oh, it does kind of. It was kind of an old Greg vibe. Yeah. He did say, "I love this trout, and I love to drink Bailey's out of a shoe." <laughs> <laughs> Nate, do you know what old Greg is? No. Oh, that's a really great. That's a that's an internet era thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's on the Great British Bake Off. Is it Noel Fielding? Is his name? Yeah. He's he's a old Greg. He's one of the judges. He's a bizarre, amazing person. He has the hair of Dudley Moore on psychedelics. There was a, they they had this series they probably still do on one of those British channels. All of those panel shows with comedians. And they had the big fat quiz of the year and like many years ago he was his team was him and Russell Brand. And their team name was the Goth Detectives. Like, yeah, that's, that's that's bang on, as they would say. And they purposely got every question wrong. 
<laughs> All right, so then that thing is like, I'm going to eat you. You're like a special fish. And he's like, no, I'm a fucking puppet. And he's like, puppet fish? That's exotic. He's like, no, it's just fucking puppet, you shithead. It's like those guys that like get off on eating endangered species in fancy restaurants. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, a panda meat. <laughs> <laughs> this meat doesn't taste horny at all. It's too lazy to fuck. <laughs> so then, yeah, it, it, it's, it's almost like they're going to launch into like a who's on first routine. Like, I'm a puppet. A puppet fish? No, just a puppet. But what's a f- puppet fish? And like they just get like circ- for way too long in a book where everything happens in one paragraph, which reminds me of a, a good version of it. I asked my friend, let's just call him Nate. <laughs> what's his dominatrix's name? And he said, beats me. I said, no, no, what's her name? And uh, you can see how you could turn that into a who's on first. <laughs> Don't remember this, Nate? Anyway. Uh, so the guy is going to like, he's like batters him up. It's like the beginning of a fucking Outback Steakhouse commercial. Like you see him getting just like dredged <laughs> and flour and then the, the, the cast iron skillet is heated up and it's about to get tossed in and then I forget how he gets saved. The dog saves him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it was like instant, instant payback. <laughs> the dog, the dog. Well, if you, put the, if you put the dog two chapters later, by the time the kid read the next highlights, he would have forgotten who the dog was. That's true. It had to be like last week's issue. I mean, I mean yeah. it does make sense. So he saves him, and then he's <laughs> she gets back home, and the fairy says, "All right, you're doing great," even though he's really not. And he's going to have a party <laughs> for becoming a real boy. So it's like, go out and get people to come to your his party for mitzvah. becoming a real boy. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, his boy mitzvah. Bark mitzvah. <laughs> and then uh, he goes to see the shittiest kid in school, Candlewick. Oh, he was so lamp he goes outside, and it's like the night. He's like, my party is tomorrow. I need to go out tonight to invite everyone to my party. And outside, he meets... My boy party. Uh, the boy, who has a name, but then he's like, call me Candlewick. Oh, his name is Romeo. Right, because he's Italian. <laughs> Rico Suave, just call me that. <laughs> I don't think Rico Suave was Italian. <laughs> Uh, and then the most absolute amazing thing in my oh, version. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. And mine. Chapter 30, which in Roman numerals is chapter XXX, <laughs> <laughs> is called chapter XXX, the land of boobies. Man, it's like it is a... literally what it says. I will attach a picture of it to the post of this of this episode. But it's also the but it's also in quotes. It's the quote land of boobies, which because like people just call definitely it definitely ended up being false advertising. <laughs> so anyway, Kendallwick um tells Pinocchio that Oh, don't go back home. There's going to be a, if you stay with me here in an hour or so, there's going to be a coach, and the coach is going to take us to the land of boobies. And he's like, they call it the fuck Ooh. truck. <laughs> the bang boss is coming. <laughs> and, and, and Pinocchio's like, ooh, what's that? And then he says, in the land of boobies... Uh, no boys have to go to school, 
and that there's no school at all. It's, it's Saturday, six days a week, and then it's Sunday for the last day. So it's like a weekend every day. And it's a holiday from the first day weekend of January to... <laughs> From the first day of January to the last day of December, and you and don't he's like, have to yeah, go but to what, school. What about the? Uh, <laughs> Tell me more about, about the boobies. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's all. That's how. That all sounds great, but like, I'm I'm really interested in the, the boobies part. <laughs> well, that is a very elaborate way. I guess they clearly hadn't developed the expression twenty four seven yet. <laughs> he's like, yeah. from January first, rendered unto the twenty thirty first of December, it is decreed <laughs> to be parties. Like, okay, geez, that does a much shorter way to say that. <laughs> And the new version is just, yo, straight, this place, 24-7, fuck city, baby. Just straight titties in your face. <laughs> the place is the tits. <laughs> and so the truck pulls up, and of course, it is all dudes. <laughs> oh, yes. The sausage van shows up. <laughs> just like dudes like pouring out the windows trying to get to booby town. <laughs> and like, I, hear you, this, I heard this bus is going to, to booby town. They're like, yeah, yeah, it is, man. It's all dudes here. It's just a whole lot of guys and a bunch of Gatorade to handle all their thirst and <laughs> and um, the guy who the guy who drives them there, he was like the mini man or something like that in my book. What was he called? He he looked like a he, he was a chode person. He was wider than he was tall. <laughs> he's called the yeah mini man is what he's called. Like I feel like that's the worst translation. <laughs> like not even an attempt to sound like a name. But how are days spent in the, quote, land of boobies? They are spent... Motorboating. They are spent <laughs> in play and amusement from morning till night. When night comes, you go to bed. <laughs> Actual quote. Actual quote. And I have another good quote later when he gets there. But uh. Okay, so Mike, in your version, what was it called? So disappointed. It was just called Toyland. <laughs> Fucking bummer. Yeah, that sucks. It wasn't even something equally potentially sexual, like you know, Dildo Island. <laughs> it was just Toyland. Fleshlight Topia. <laughs> Valley of the Fleshlights. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or couldn't even go like Titsburg. Titsburg would have been great. <laughs> Land of the town. city of sisterly love. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 31. Pinocchio enjoys five months of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> what it says. Wow, that, it, it is called that, yeah. <laughs> That's what it says. He needed the man to make him several new sets of hands because he wore them down in booby land. They were incredibly smooth from all the sanding. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Except, okay, so he gets this. So he, like, takes the coach to the land of boobies. <laughs> and his nose starts growing right away. His pants nose. <laughs> really <laughs> nervous. And, okay, but when he gets there, it says, There were troops of boys everywhere. Some were playing with nuts. <laughs> some with balls. <laughs> Sounds like false advertising to me. <laughs> it sounds like he was, he got on the he got on a bus to go to the nude beach, and of course, it's all dudes, <laughs> old dudes, just old saggy ball sacks, and just uh, fucking disgusting men. Where are the where are the where are the breasts at? So he hangs out there for a little while, just nuts and balls here. So kid. They play all day. 
And eventually, he wakes up, and he finds out that he has fucking donkey ears in a... T- yeah, after five months... he thought it was months, the land of donkeys. He's had a he thought, great time, but now he's donkey. Now he has donkey face. <laughs> he thought it was the land of boobies. It turned out to be the land of ass. Oh. Yeah, he, he, so he... Uh, he turns into a he turns into a donkey, um, and he and Candlewick both turn into donkeys, and uh, they're like, "I don't care, man. Five months of this was worth it, baby." And then, because um, they have then donkey they, fever, which they do they do have donkey fever <laughs> is what you get if you fuck one mule. I'm told that's why you can never do it. Don't even do it once. Yep, that's it's incurable. True. Just one. Get that donkey fever. And then he and Candlewick are both sold. This chapter. <laughs> Candlewick is sold to some guy, and he gets sold to a circus performer owner, and he doesn't do his donkey duties. So the guy's like, fuck it, I'm going to sell this shitty donkey to someone else. And the guy's like, I'm going to throw this donkey in the river him into and skin a drum. it. He goes and specifically, he's like, I need a discount donkey. I'm making a drum. I just need drum, <laughs> drum donkey hide. They told me I had to stop banging donkeys, and I refuse. <laughs> this one won't live long enough to tell my secrets. He's just going to use the hole. <laughs> Is that donkey still alive? Doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll work. It's a donkey I, flashlight. I like the negotiation. Um, like, I'll, in my volume, at least, I'll light. sell this donkey to you for $20. He's like, I'll give you 20 nickels. And he's like, all right, sure. <laughs> Fuck it. It's a useless donkey. Like, oh, I have a use for it. Literally, how you haggle? Do you start with one price and then you immediately offer? But five. But then the other guy's like, "Yeah, fuck it, yeah, I'll take like, that." Look, man, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna fuck this donkey. Like, give it to me for cheap. It's like, oh god, yeah, just take the donkey, get away from me. So then he takes the donkey, Pinocchio donkey, and he ties a rock around his neck and says, "I'm just gonna wait for this donkey to drown," and throws him in a river. And he says, "Okay, I'm sure After the donkey's dead by now." Pulls it back up, and he's a boy. He's, he's like reading Pinocchio. the newspaper. In a beach chair. <laughs> like, I want to do the humane thing. <laughs> I read in the almanac that donkeys can hold their breath for 45 minutes, but I want to be sure. And then he pulls up and it's Pinocchio again. He's like, fuck. I got to stop drinking. I needed something to handle my wood. <laughs> <laughs> this will do, I guess. <laughs> and then Pinocchio kisses a lot of ass. And he's like, thank you for being so great. Oh, you were so humane the way you were going to murder that creature for no reason. I'll always remember it and thank you. And he's like, what the fuck, man? I didn't even have a receipt for this donkey. And then eventually, I forget how they end their conversation. because He gets in the He just gets back into the Does the, the guy say, like, go away or is the Pinocchio fish. running away? I don't even know. No. Doesn't no, matter. Not at all. But he goes, I'm going to go swim out to the ocean and find Geppetto. And lucky for him, the giant... Oh, he sees, he sees a really hot goat. And he's like, hey, I want to go say hi to that goat. And the goat's like, get over here, big boy. And he's like, I'm going to go see that goat. I'll <laughs> make you into a I spent five months man. in the land of the boobies. I could use a little variety. <laughs> and as he's on his way to the goat, he gets eaten by the fish. Because that's the moral. Like, don't fuck a goat or you get eaten by a fish. So he's inside this giant fish. And who should he find? No, first he finds dad, a giant Geppetto. tuna fish. And he's like, man, I've never seen one of you guys oh, outside right, of a yeah. can. And then he's, he's like a philosophical tuna. Let me tell you about my time with cans. The tuna <laughs> in booby, booby land. My five months with cans. That's his favorite <laughs> film festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
the most disappointing film festival if you're into porn. Cans, fuck yes. <laughs> they should they should call it that. <laughs> so he he meets the philosophical tuna fish, and he's like, I want to just sit here and die. And he's like, I have shit to do. I'm a boy made of wood. And he's like, all right, whatever. And then you know, remember him for three pages from now because he'll be important then. And then he finds way back another like six blocks down in the in the shark's belly. Geppetto with a campfire because the digestive system of giant fish is a cave. It's got chambers like a cow. Just, they just have a, like a Grand Canyon inside of them. And mm. once they have enough living beings inside of them, they could digest them apparently. And he finds Geppetto and they have a wonderful reunion. And uh, he's like, I've been inside this fish for two years. And Pinocchio's like, I spent five months in the land of boobies. And Geppetto's like, get the fuck out of my sight. <laughs> my son, you're not my son. <laughs> so then Pinocchio's like, I will save you. And then they, lucky for them, this giant sea creature is an asthmatic, like diabetic Iron. They did mention that the fish actually does. Yeah, have and, and asthma. it has you know like that fish smokes scoliosis. <laughs> smokes it has like all things beans. wrong with it. <laughs> so when it's sleeping, it just is on the surface of the water apparently with its mouth open, like a giant amphitheater, and they just jump out of it. He's a mouth breather. It's a fish. It doesn't breathe. That's so the, the part of the does. story you're going to take issue with. <laughs> no, I mean I was with I it had until it this, up but... till this point. I he was I was with it. This That's is where a I draw step too far. <laughs> so he escapes the fish, and they go to find a place to live, and he gets a job pumping water, 100 buckets a day, for a glass of milk, because this is the 1880s, and fuck Inflation you. was bad. And then he starts a side business of weaving baskets and wicker chairs or some shit. But the point is that he learns a heart. He learns, because he, he does it, he's doing it not for him. The milk is to help Geppetto regain his strength, who can only regain it through glasses of milk. <laughs> they hadn't invented it sure yet. <laughs> so he has to, um, you know, do that for some reason. <laughs> but he's, he realized he's working hard for somebody else, and he's, you know, for his family, which I'm sure, I'm sure that's not even a uniquely Italian thing. I'm sure that's just like an any child, an 1880-something thing. You must work and bring home your fucking money for the family because you were a peasant child, you know, and you, you your, your work for that nickel a week makes the difference. And so he learns that finally. Eventually then, I think the cricket shows back up. He finds, this, he oh, finds yeah. the snail who was the servant of the fairy, and the snail's like, hey, give me your money for um, well, the fairy. Well, first, like, uh, sure. uh, Pinocchio is going to go buy himself a new pimp suit. <laughs> you have. Yes. So Forty cents. I'm gonna go get a suit and a hat and a car and a donkey <laughs> and an attractive land. Yeah, four hundred one k. And the uh, they also they they may see the the fox and the cat who are now and they're actually yeah because they were pretending to be lame and blind earlier but now they actually are. And Pinocchio is like he's like fuck you guys. You're only in shitty, dire straits because you were assholes. And that's the real lesson. Poor people deserve it. It's always <laughs> their fault. At least in this story, it is always their fault. That is pretty much, that's pretty much the point, yeah. And so then 
He's like, go fuck yourselves. You deserve this. And I eat your hand. So I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> and then Jiminy Cricket shows back up again. And he's like, hey, I got this like little, this house. I bought it from a special goat. Just don't tell that dude you met. <laughs> and it's a goat that's like blue. He's like, that's ah, not the only thing that blew that day. <laughs> and, uh, and he realizes like, wait a second. That's fucking Candle Lampwick, whatever his name was. Well, Lampwick in my version. He also got turned into a goat. No. And then... Uh, donkey. donkey. And I like that... The goat was the hot one right, he wanted right, to bang right. on the island. But I like that Pinocchio goes up there and he sees the donkey just expiring. And he's like, tell me who you are. And it and it answers <laughs> in the asinine dialect is how it was translated. In donkey speech, he goes, I am Lampwick. And then he dies. <laughs> he's like, I knew this boy. And the guy's like, donkey. I knew this donkey. He's like, how? Why? He's like, I went to school. He's like, well, you went to a shitty school, kid. If you went to school with donkeys. And then eventually he's like, it just meant a lot to me. I've always been an ass man. (laughs) (laughs) And then I forget what happens. And then he's turned into a real boy. And then the snail, the snail comes and gets the money, and the, he's like, take the money, they need it. And he's like, ah, because you were so selfless, the fairy turns him into a real boy, and he gets a nice house, and a, a, a Lamborghini, and uh, all the pasta he can eat, and, Giuseppe, and all that shit. Gi- Geppetto, I keep saying his fucking name, Giovanni, he is restored to health. He no longer has consumption, or whatever he had. He's healthy again. And they have a sack of money. Because his 40-whatever-shitty coins, let's just call them, uh, what was the fucking Italian currency that was worth nothing? Lira. Lira? His 40 lira yeah. are now 40 Bitcoin, and he is... <laughs> Though they were translated as dollars. Oh, of course they were, yeah. I kept, I kept saying dollars. I, I, mine just said, like, coins. Sometimes it said gold coins, sometimes it said dollars. I was like, all right, that's odd, but I'm going to roll with it. But he gets everything, and he is now having learned the value of hard work, and he makes the sequel to this book, Atlas Shrugged, and everybody's happy. I will now be known as John Gold. The actual quote. (laughs) The actual quote. "Because Because when boys who have behaved badly turn over a new leaf and become good, they have the power of bringing contentment and happiness to their families. How ridiculous I was when I was a puppet, and how glad I am that I have become a well-behaved little boy! Exclamation point. The end. Which is the moral of the story to the children this was written for. Be a good kid. It will make everyone happy with you. Give your money to a snail if it asks. Donkeys can't keep secrets. That's why you have to. <laughs> that's the whole point. So, so that's that. One of the, I, can't, I can't imagine there's much debate about this book, but I'm sure there is. I'm sure there are a lot of stupid PhD dissertations written about this fucking turd. And it's they're all stupid. If you if you like analyze this from any angle <laughs> of like, well what is what is a Marxist angle or a fucking feminist no no. A post colonial view of Pinocchio no no. It's just shit that they thought would make a kid behave. That's the that's the message. 
Yet it's so bad. Oh, yeah. Because there's <laughs> why why I was when I was reading well, I mean, it, I was like, why did part, anyone like this? <laughs> I liked it because of the land of boobies. <laughs> that was well, okay, but that was chapter thirty. Why did anyone make it through the first twenty nine chapters? Edging. <laughs> that was that's the thing that they put there for the adults reading the story to their kids, so the father could, you know, oh, all right, all right, get into bed, let's continue. It's chapter thirty. Twirls mustache. The land of boobies? <laughs> well, it's like in the olden times, like a boob Yeah, it's like, like the boob tube person, right? on, you know, kind of thing, like the calling TV that. It's like the, uh, the old-timey Batman comics. With the, the bon- you know, boners? The, the biggest boners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. I won't. He'll trick me into his boner, all right. <laughs> no, Batman, that's what he wants. <laughs> that's what I want, Robin. <laughs> I want his boner. What I mean is, so there's no like overarching like plot. I mean, there is, except okay. I think though, I have I have seen the movie a long time ago. I don't really remember it very well, but it's like Pinocchio wants to become a real boy, and yeah. this story only barely mentions that, and only for the first time it mentions that is in the middle. So why would anyone? After reading the first few stupid chapters in whatever like literary magazine it was published in, go oh I want to read more of this. Let this this is an instant classic. Because there was nothing else to do. It's from 1883. There is no film, no recorded music. Theater was relatively rare. If you wanted entertainment, this was it. And if you wanted to entertain your kids, this was what you did. Because children couldn't read this unless they were like middle school age, like 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds. By, yeah, by then were, they had a job. They're already on their they're closing in on retirement. <laughs> they just want to come home, have a quick shot of grappa and smoke a cigarette and go to a sleep. A big bowl of uh, tartali and then just... <laughs> this was meant for parents... I, I know, like my kid is a little too little for this now, but in like 18 months... Maybe two years. This is the kind of stupid shit I'll be reading to my kid at night. Because it's stuff happening relentlessly. Just shit that makes doesn't make any sense. Just stuff happening. And the kid's like, what? And then you're like, yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. And you're like, and then the next thing happens. I also don't understand. And then you just kind of go through and you go through. And then they're like, oh, my God, what happens next? I'll tell you tomorrow if you were a good little boy. And that's the whole point of the book. What this is a great example of is how Disney, the co- company, and and the flawed man turned mediocre source material into really great stuff. Now, I haven't seen Pinocchio in about 25 years. I think I've seen it once in my life, and it was kind of boring. But I'm sure it's better than this. And Well, they like added songs and they made a plot. Be, well, the coherent. thing is, like, if you cut out half of this plot, the book would still work, right? If you took out... like. Half of the adventures, you're like, yeah, all right, he learned his lesson. If you doubled the amount of adventures, it's at the end of the like, oh, he learned his lesson. He doesn't need to, the, the adventures are just there to stretch it out. It had a very similar feeling to the book of The Wizard of Oz, I which came too. out in nearly the same time, uh, though that came out first, first published in 1900. I just looked it up, which is technically a little bit later, but you know, it's close enough. I mean, it's, it's a very similar feel of. Stupid shit happens, and every chapter has n- 
only no it has no connection to the rest of the things and there's no overarching plot at all it's just that eventually he decides to end it by learning his lesson and becoming a real boy and there's no way you would know that be able to guess that from the first chapter from the second chapter how do you think it was for him when he became a real boy and he took his first shit <laughs> and he's just like oh my god what is happening <laughs> Uh, yes, that's a just Geppetto. I left a log in there. You're not wood anymore, Pinocchio. No, but seriously, what is that? Walt Disney Studios, whatever. They picked out like the four things about the story that really worked, and then they made a really they made something out of it. There, there, there is a story here, right? The, the magic. They also made it appeal to just more modern sensibilities of what a story. <clears throat> the is. modern audiences of 1940. That's how old that movie it's a big is. Big change. Like, is that in the public domain yet? Like, it's got to be close, right? Pinocchio, like the original. I mean, the movie. No, no, it's not public. I mean, not not the not the Disney film. I thought the public domain was like seventy five years or something like that. But, di- but though, didn't Disney lobby to death. fuck with that all the time? Disney's the one that keeps changing it. Yeah. Though I think, but like this this original Pinocchio. It oh yeah, probably is absolutely. But no one wants it because it sucks. So I read the in my version it had a um uh introduction by Umberto Echo or whatever it's fuck. Really? Yeah. That's a weird person to write. And he was like, this. this was the best he's Italian. Bo- this book was amazing. But he's like a political theorist. But he wrote he wrote uh, also wrote a novel. In the name of the Rose and um Foucault's Pendulum. But he he wrote like oh no Italian child grew up without reading this. So, who should read this book? No one. Fucking no, no one. one. No one needs to read this. Easy. This is my second time reading this book. <laughs> I'm so upset. The first time Sucks I read to be you. The first time I read it was when I had a really long commute that was on the train for like an hour and change each way per day. So I read it in a day. I was like, all right, that was stupid. But now having time to like stop and think about it a little bit and... Just read little snippets here and there. Like, man, this sucks. This is taking forever. It's not even very long. It really no. isn't. And yet it was too long. It was still took... It was still difficult to make myself finish it. Can I just say, my favorite thing about the movie, before I forget, is that Manjifuoco, whatever the fuck his name is, the fire eater, in the movie, his name is Stromboli. <laughs> <laughs> Puts in that classic... And his partner, Calzone. Yeah, that classic Disney cultural sensitivity... The Great Stromboli, I do think it's not, I'm sure for its time, it's not particularly bad. I'm sure there's a reason why this became a classic when it did. I just think that it no longer needs to be part of any sort of, you know, child literature canon. You know, it's 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 super heavy-handed educational storytelling. You know, it's like the Brothers Grimm, you know, or Aesop's Fables kind of thing, like... It's teaching a st- message very clearly, but it doesn't have to happen anymore. I'm sure if you find the, the B sides of 1883, they are even worse. I can't even I can't even begin yeah. to imagine what that is. Like, the shit that didn't even get published, or like the or shit, the that, shit like, that was just, like was published but nobody remembers anymore. Exactly, Larry the Potato Head doll who learned about being fun. Yeah, clammy. The census taker, 1890. <laughs> like, like just 
Oh, this is really, really terrible. It's it's just it's just a onslaught of stuff that doesn't have to happen. The Disney movie. I've not. I've been, has anyone watched it recently? No. no. It's not even on it's Disney Plus right now. Really? I thought. Let me go watch that, and you know that way I get to say something. It's not on there. It's it's coming oh. out in. Uh, apparently, it's going to be released on Disney Plus in the fall of this year. Because Disney Plus doesn't have enough shit on it. All right, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. If you listen to this long, why not leave us a review where you're listening? Just run it to five stars once for every uh, ten adventures in this book. And you can also join us and talk about these things on Wood Reads. <laughs> Wait, no. That's my to read that list, it's called. Right. I'll figure it out later. Or head over to patreon.com slash drunkguysbookclub if you want to support the podcast. And if you've listened this long into the podcast, you probably already do. Uh, so thanks, all of you. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.